Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. We are at Bob Lewis Stadium at Wyoming High School getting ready for a huge matchup between CHCA Eagles and the Wyoming Cowboys. Big night as the Cowboys celebrate their 100th year of high school football. They've got 300 uh, alumni going back to 1946 here and uh, all kinds of festivities. But we are actually once again under a lightning delay. Uh, Game should be starting now. Uh, We had one report that we were going to actually bring the players out onto the field at 7.15 and give them 20 minutes to warm up. Uh, I have one unofficial account after that saying they heard thunder again and reset the clock. As I look up on the Cowboy scoreboard right now, it is counting down just under 44 minutes So we don't know if that's an official uh, clock to start time. And if you look at the radar, it does not look very good at all. Uh, So we're going to have to just keep an eye on this. You can hear thunder off in the distance. In fact, there's more thunder right now. It's very dark to the south of us. And the radar looks like it is going to rain pretty heavily uh, from now until Sunday night. So, even the thought of getting a game in tomorrow does not look good. So as much as possible, they'd like to get this game in tonight, but we just don't know what the chance of that is. Hoping to be joined here tonight by uh, with uh, Matt Chaxfield. He's standing by, but uh, we're no one's allowed to go into the bleachers right now during pregame. At about 6.15, they ushered everyone out of the stadium area. They've let people now stay around the track, but no one's allowed to be in the bleachers. Uh, So we're just really not sure here what our official start time would be. But again, big game for the Eagles coming into this game 1-1, facing a 2-0 Wyoming team that a lot of people are predicting uh, as having a strong possibility of winning state and uh, a, a really large, talented, skilled, athletic team for the Eagles to face here tonight. So we'll talk more about them, hopefully, when the game gets underway, should it get underway. We're starting to get just a few sprinkles now. Uh, But uh, this is going to be a real test for a young and uh, in many positions undersized Eagle team, a particularly vaunted defensive line uh, here at Wyoming. And as we've talked last couple of weeks, the Eagles are really undersized compared to uh, most years in the past on its offense and defensive line but for the most part have uh, respectively held their own, especially um, in a lot of the battles in the trenches in the first half of the Indian Hill game. Things got away from them a little bit in the second half uh, coming back on Saturday. Uh, But uh, a big test for these Eagles to see what they look like up against some of the best competition uh, in the state and definitely some of the best competition they will see all year, no matter how far they might go in a playoff scenario. So we are waiting here. Um, 
clock showing just under 42 minutes. I think it's going to be quite a while before we can begin bringing you football. Uh, so rather than hearing me talk about what's all going on here with a potential storm, we'll uh, sign off here in a minute. And if you're looking to listen to this game, we will be posting updates uh, on Facebook and on the athletic uh, Twitter page uh, so that you can kind of see, so you don't have to keep listening, uh, waiting for moment by moment updates, which I don't know when we will get official ones rather than just guessing. So if you go to either uh, the CHCA athletic department uh, or Eric Taylor Twitter account, or if you go to my Twitter account at bnick00, uh, we'll give you updates as we find them out and uh, let you know when we intend to come back on the air. Uh, Blog Talk gives us a three-hour window for a broadcast, so we are good from 7 to 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, but they do only give you one broadcast slot a day once you program it. So we're good to talk to you up until 10 o'clock tonight. We can't rearrange that if the game uh, should get pushed back to 9.30 or 10, if they see a window to get it in. By OHSA rules, uh, you can't play high school football games after midnight. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do here. So anyway, the scoreboard right now is showing just under 40 minutes. It is 7.05. So theoretically, maybe at 7.45, we might be beginning this game. But again, if you look at the either school, Eric Taylor, or my own personal uh, DNIC00 Twitter page, we'll try to give you updates. So signing off until then, hopefully we can bring you some football in a little while. All right, we're back with you live here at Lewis Stadium at Wyoming High School as CHCA and Wyoming are warming up in a pretty serious rain here, but they haven't seen or heard lightning, I think, in the past hour. So hopefully we're going to get a football game in tonight. A lot of storms in the area. Says it's supposed to rain through until Sunday night, showing 100%. So there's really nowhere to put this game. So they're going to do their best to get it in. Added to that fact, this is the 100-year celebration of football for Wyoming High School. So they have 300 alumni here, a tent, chairs, big halftime festivities, had a big dinner at 5.30 this evening. Big banquet tomorrow night for the undefeated and unscored upon 1962 team. So, big night here for CHBA. But before we talk about it anymore, we're going to have a moment of silence here in honor of the people who lost their lives downtown yesterday, 5th, 3rd building. So, we're going to be quiet here for a few minutes. 
Thank you. And now introducing the Wilder High School marching band for the playing of America the Beautiful and our national anthem. All right, we're going to get the pep band here, from the marching band from Wyoming for America the Beautiful and the national anthem, and we will pick up with our broadcast after that. Showing 3.20 on the clock, so hopefully we kick off about that time. country with freedom like no other. To honor America and those who have served and are serving and offered abroad with you all, please rise for the flag of our national anthem. All right, we're ready for football. And ironically, we stood here in a nice, dry, humid evening for an hour because somebody saw lightning 20 miles away, and now with the downpour, we're ready to play football. So I have the good honor and pleasure of being joined tonight by Matt Chaxfield, 
Matt, terrible conditions, a heavily favored Wyoming team. What do we expect to see the Eagles try to do here tonight? Well, Dean, uh, first and foremost, as you said, it is raining hard. It's raining straight down. There's no wind, which certainly I think will will be a difference. But CHA came out warm-up, so I was watching both teams. Wyoming was running the ball every play of warm-ups. I don't think they threw a pass in warm-ups. CHA was running their normal stuff, spread, throw, uh, run the ball, throw the ball. They're having a very hard time squeezing the football, which is certainly understandable. It's extremely wet. However, Rain can be an equalizer. In games where one team is a heavy favor, which Wyoming certainly is in this game, rain can be something that can equalize and neutralize and create a couple turnovers and give you an opportunity. So I think the more disciplined team will be the team that wins tonight. CHA is good enough to beat Wyoming. The more disciplined team, the team that turns the ball over less, will win tonight. All right. Eagles actually are kicking off to begin the game. They are going from the – North end zone to the south end zone. And, again, as Matt said, the flag is just hanging limp. No wind is a factor at this point. We'll see if that changes as the night goes on. But Mike Phillips is teeing the ball up at the 40, and it just fell off the tee. But I don't think that was wind. I think that was just, I don't know, a slippery tee. Uh, We've probably got about 40 people over on this CHCA side. Not as big of a crowd as you'd expect from Wyoming with the weather. All teed up. So here, just before 8 o'clock, we're ready to get this one started. Phillips approaches the ball, end over end kick deep to about the 8-yard line. to be brought up straight up the middle. Big hole opens out to the 35 and to about the 40. They're probably going to mark him down at about the 39-yard line. Dean, Wyoming runs that same kind of cross-block return that CHGA ran. They got a tremendous block right there in the middle. Able to spring free up to the 40, as you mentioned. Not a terrible start there for CHGA, considering last week they started at the, uh, at the 10 going in off the opening kickoff, so at least holding them on their side of the field. All right, I think it was Julian Herman making the tackle on that kick return. So the Cowboys are going to come to the line, look a lot like an Eagle team. Spread offense, shotgun. They're going to hand the ball off to the back. They go straight up the middle. Going to plow forward for a gain of three right up the middle. It's going to bring up a second down and seven. Dean, if I'm Wyoming, if I'm Wyoming's offensive coordinator, I know I saw tape last week against Indian Hill. We watched Indian Hill run up and down on CHGA. In this weather, I'd expect 80%, 90% runs from Wyoming, even though they are a spread team. I really expect them to run the ball tonight. All right, back to the line, two receivers right, one to the left, and quarterback keeps it on the on the option, and he's going to run that all the way out down to the 44 of the Eagles on the run pass option, kept it, went around the right end. As you mentioned, a little zone read option play there. Quarterback kept it. Quarterback looks to be a very good athlete. I, I think I heard he may have, uh, have a couple scholarship offers, one from Purdue, so certainly looks to be a very good athlete. All right, back to the line. Two receivers to the left, single to the right. They're going to give the ball right up the middle this time. He breaks it off to the left side. He's going to rumble forward down to about the 38-yard line. Nice pickup there on first down. It's going to bring up about a second down and long three. Nothing but runs so far. CHA may have to adjust their defensive strategy. Just running it right up the middle. A couple quick zone plays, but everything between the tackles. 
There's Alex Bernard on that tackle. All right, so 37-yard line. Second long three. Going to hand that ball off again. Tripped at the line of scrimmage, but he's going to fall forward. He's going to get down right to the 35-yard line. He's going to bring up a third down and a long one. Coach Mueller did make an adjustment, and I wonder if it was due to the weather or just do what he might think was coming from Wyoming based on the Indian Hill game. But they're running a 4-3 defense, which typically is a little better against the run. They're going to do a quick snap and just plow forward with the line. They're going to take that down to the 31 for a first down. Caught the Eagles uh, not quite ready there. Uh, none of them were in their stances. They were all standing straight up. Pretty easy blocks when they're standing straight up. Got about a five-yard quarterback sneak. All right, so first and 10, 31. Keeping the ball on the ground, as Matt had mentioned, they probably would. Two receivers to the left, single to the right, a high snap. They're going to hand it off in our 22, bobbles it. And Wilkowski comes in, makes the tackle, hits him in the backfield. He gets just a yard on the play. Best play defensively for the Eagles tonight. Great play by Wilkowski. Made immediate penetration into the backfield, made a tackle. It ended up being about a one-yard gain. Also saw a little bit of a bobbled exchange there. First time we've seen the weather, at least in terms of, uh, of actual play on the field, make a difference. Obviously, they've been running the ball every play, which has been a direct result of the weather, we believe. But first time we've seen that come into effect. All right, back to the line. Time the quarterback's going to roll to his left. He's playing on keeping the football. He's got a seam, and he cuts forward all the way down to the 20 where, where Herman takes him down, but not before he picks up the first down on the 19-yard line. Dean, when you have a quarterback that can run, you essentially pick up an extra blocker. If you think about it, if the quarterback's handing the ball off, that's minus one play out of the play. If the quarterback's actually running, that time it was basically a lead kind of load play where the fullback and running back blocked both linebackers for him, and he scored a three for about a 10-yard game. All right. Back to the line of scrimmage. And again... That's a big athletic quarterback. We'll get his stats in a second. He's going to hand the ball off straight up the middle. He's got a hole. He's going to break it on the left side, and he's going to run to the goal line. They're going to bring him down at the two. Tion and Metzler held him up from scoring, but it was deep in the secondary before he was touched. Nothing but runs so far, Dean. Eight plays. They've gained about, uh, looks like about 60 yards so far on eight running plays. CHJ's made a couple – well, it looks like they have not substituted. They're going to they're gonna play here from uh, sticking that 4-3 defense here on the goal line, uh, first and goal from the two. All right, they're going to officially mark it at the three. We're at 8:21 to go in the first quarter. They're going to spread two receivers right, single receiver left. They expect this to be a handoff. Bobbled at the line of scrimmage, but still make the transfer – Halfback goes in for the touchdown. So with 8:08 left in the first quarter, Wyoming goes up six nothing. Uh, Dean, just looking at, at Wyoming's offensive line, you got a couple guys number 50 out of the program in front of you. I'll grab it in a second. Number 58, 51, 55. All of them look to be about 250 or bigger. They look like a, a tremendous and even Division One high school offensive line. That's why they've been able to make holes and run the ball right down the field. All right, snap, kick is up. Good-looking leg on the kicker, and they're going to go up seven nothing here with 8:08 left in the first quarter, and they ring the bell. And exactly what you said, Matt. They're going to run the football. 
And following what we saw from Indian Hill last week, they just pounded it between the tackles. And at least on the first drive, it didn't look like there was a lot the Eagles could do. No, no, you're exactly right. And actually, I had a chance to talk with Justin Jones before this game, their receivers coach, and he kind of candidly told me last week and, and certainly admitted to some of the issues they had in, in a defensive running game. Thought that Wyoming wouldn't be quite as physical, quite as physical as the Indian Hill team, at least in, in, in the, at the skill position, at the running back and fullback and tight end position. But their offensive line for Wyoming looks very good. And CHA is definitely going to have to make some adjustments. I think they're going to have to start sending some run blitzes, send their safety, send their outside backers in pinch formation. I wouldn't be worried about the pass right now, quite frankly, at all. they got to figure out how to stop the run first. All right, from left to right across the uh, 10-yard line to receive the ball, it is Ames, Bernard, and Herman. Actually, Ames and Herman have moved up to about the 14. Alex standing on the 10. And ball is all teed up. Kicking from the near side hash. Kicks a line drive kick. It's going to be scooped up by Herman at the 15 to the 20 to the 25. Puts his head down. Gets a good little return out to about the 32-yard line. So the Eagles start off this first drive with these in field position. Let's see what this offense can do against this big, vaunted front line of the Wyoming Cowboys. Nice return by Herman. He did the first things first, which he tucked the ball away. It was kind of squirting around there, was able to tuck the ball away, put his nose forward, got up to the 32. Right off the bat, I'm looking at three defensive linemen from Wyoming that are also offensive linemen. So they got guys going both ways right off the bat on the O-line and D-line, which is tough to do. This could be one of those scenarios where they wear down towards the end of the game as well, like we hoped with Indian Hill. All right, they're going to start out empty backfield, three left, two right. Cole in the backfield by himself. Now they're going to put in motion Alex. They're going to give it on the jet sweep to the right, and he is going to get driven backward. I don't know if he made the line of scrimmage. They strung that out, and it's going to bring up, I think, second down and ten. Uh, looks like they gave him maybe a half yard. Actually, no. No, they did not. They're backing it up right on the 32. So second down and 10. Great defense from Wyoming. Their safeties flew up to the ball. I think their safeties are a little more aggressive than CHJ so far. Not expecting run, even though they came in an empty formation. Let's see how they adjust. All right, Eagles, black helmets, all white uniforms. They're going to again, this is going to hand Alex, fake to Alex to throw across the middle, had Metzler, but throw high and wide. Metzler got a hand on it, dropped incomplete. Eagles did not want to be in a third and ten, but here they are. And Danny was open on the slant, but the ball look came out a little bit wobbly. The ball's soaking wet. They made a one-handed attempt, catch attempt, which in this rain there's no chance. But uh, you know, there's, there's the element showing. I think the only chance you're going to make a catch and you're taught not to do this most of the time, but you've got to use your chest and use your pad to catch the ball tonight. Fusion on the sideline. They wanted Grody in the ball game, but he missed his cue, so he's still on the sideline. Calling a play, looking at the, at the wristband. They're going to go two receivers to the left. Single right. Ian out on the left on his own. Flag gets thrown in the secondary for delay a game. So that goes from bad to worse. Third and 10 now goes to third and 15. Eagles are way back in the hole. 
I mean, as you mentioned, it looked to be a little confusing confusing on the sidelines. I think they might have had a special play for Tion, which which he was not in the game, and I think he was getting some water or getting adjusted or something like that. Like you said, it'll be third and 15. All right, so back to the line for the Eagles. They're gonna, Eagles, somebody moved on the line for the Eagles. They're going to back this one up five more. So there's going to be third and 20. Give that Wyoming play, too. Yeah, like you said, another false start. Two penalties in a row. Going to be third and twenty. And this rain, I don't see it happening. I might even pack it in and try to run the ball, get a little better punting formation. All right. Rain just picked up. I didn't think that was possible, but it just started raining harder. So we got no safety deep. Let's see if the Eagles just take a shot here on third and twenty. Cole drops straight back. Cole's going to keep it himself. He slips and falls. He's going to fall on the 20, so he's going to lose probably a yard or two. That's going to bring up a fourth and 22, and the Eagles are going to be punting this ball away, and uh, they're going to put their punt return guy at the Eagle. They're going to put him close to midfield. Fisher back to punt. Uh, Dean, that was a designed quarterback run. You see offensive linemen blocking downfield. So that was not an instance where the pressure got to him and he ran. It was a design call, but he actually ended up flipping for a two-yard loss. All right, a knuckle punt that's going to go all the way back to the Wyoming 38. He's going to try to take it around the far side of the field. And jumping on his back was – you see, maybe Keon – I think it was. Keon comes in there. Comes down there like a missile, jumps on his back, catches him behind. So, Tion makes his presence felt. Nice play. They're going to keep him in the secondary. And so, Wyoming is going to have first and 10 at the forty, their own 48. Great, great open field tackle there by Tion. Keeps him there, as you mentioned, on the uh, Wyoming side of the field. Let's see what CHJ does to adjust now. I think they need to be a little more aggressive. Actually, I can see it now. They've switched to a, uh, a cover three shell defense. So they're switching up their secondary. All right, they hand the ball off. Get missed in the backfield, float him up, though. Eagles try to get to the ball, and they do. Not, be, not until he picks up a good seven yards. Eagles had some penetration, but uh, they still have a nice gain on first down. Eagles switch to a cover three defense. They're actually walking their strong safety up to be a little bit more in run support now. Let's see if that makes a difference. That does take the other safety, though, completely out of the play. Let's see if they stay in that or keep it switched around. Looks like they're going back uh, back to the cover three. All right, back is to the left of the quarterback in the shotgun. He takes a wide snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to try to go right, and he gets grabbed from behind, taken down there by – by Robbie Glenn. So that's going to bring up a third down and two. It would be great for the Eagles to get off the field here. Tremendous opportunity to get a stop here. I think they need to get aggressive, send a couple guys on the blitz, maybe even send a safety, as we mentioned, send a pinch stunt with the outside linebackers. Got to make something happen here. All right. Miami, uh, sorry, Wyoming huddles up. Come to the line of scrimmage. Single receiver left to right. Put number 18 is going to switch to the other side of the line at tight end. Back is going to roll out. Quarterback's going to try to run, and they force him back the opposite way, and they're going to drop him short of the first down. 
Great penetration. Changed the whole direction of the play for the Eagles. And Ben Sanders breaks that play up. I don't know who finished him off. Excellent play by the Eagle defense. They may go for this, Dean. It looks to be about fourth and two. I haven't seen them switch anybody in or out. I don't know if they're maybe their punter is their quarterback. I, I think they may be going for this, though. I think Bauer was in on that tackle as well. I think it was Sanders who blew that quarterback sneak. He was going to roll again to his left. Broke it up. So they're going to go for this. Fourth down. Quarterback takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's rolling to the right, looking for a hole. He spins, gets drilled by the Eagles, but not before he's going to pick up the first down. Ben Sanders and Adam Bauer again on the tackle. Yeah, it looked like CHA was a little bit uh, taken – you know, taking taking off off center there, knowing that Wyoming was going for it on fourth down. Not quite ready, not quite in their stances, not quite as aggressive as they were on the third down play. All right. So hopefully, though, the Eagles can even get up on that. They, they said, look, we're stiffening. We're figuring this out. So back to the line. Quarterback's going to hand the ball off straight up the middle. And he's met at about the line of scrimmage. Eagles diving in like there might be a loose ball, but they're going to mark it down at the 40. So a gain of about two, but that's a good play for the Eagles. There we go. Hey, that's, that's two out of the last three plays, and quite frankly, even, even the fourth down play was only a two- or three-yard gain. They got the first down, but they're starting to, starting to rise up, starting to get a little bit more aggressive, starting to get some stops here. Let's see, it's now second and eight. See if they can make a couple more stops. All right, it was Wilkowski and Tony on the tackle. So this ball's directly on the 30. Second down, they're going to call it seven. Going to clear the backfield. Quarterback's going to roll to his right, a little screen pass, and hit and drop at the 33-yard line. Going to bring up a third down and two. Wilkowski and a four other Eagles in on the tackle. First passing play of the game for Wyoming. They kept it right at the line of scrimmage with the screen. Able to gain about five yards. Brings up a big third and two. All right, let's see if the Eagles can get a negative play here on defense. All right, two receivers left, single to the right. Quarterback is going to hand the ball off right up the middle. Hit at the line of scrimmage and driven backwards. That's exactly what we got, a negative play. That's going to bring up a third, fourth down and two. Julian Herman in on the tackle, met it at the point of attack. They're going to go for this again. Big play here for the Eagles. No doubt, Dean. Last fourth and two was a little iffy in territory-wise. It was about the 50-yard line. This one's on the 30 going in. This is a no-brainer. you got to go for it if you're Wyoming. Eric Parker comes sprinting off the field. Great hustle there. Eagles lined and ready to go. Looks like they're trying to draw them offside. Nobody moved. Now Wyoming's looking to the sideline, switching up the play. Quarterback talking to his lineman, gets back in the shotgun. Quarterback's going to roll to his left. He's going to cut up field, get tripped up, and just get the first down. He's going to get down to the 30-yard line. Herman and Klusmeyer make the tackle, but a first down at the 30. Dean, that was the exact same play they ran on the other fourth and two, just on the opposite side. It's a quarterback kind of load play or lead play, essentially. As we mentioned before, when the quarterback runs the ball, you pick up an extra blocker. Both your running back and fullback have a chance to go in and block, lead block for you. Just outnumbered them to the side. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. Going to hand the ball off number 22, straight up the gut. 
stays on his feet and drives all the way down close to the 20. That might be a first down on the Tony and Parker on the tackle. That's going to be second down and two. DHJ really needs to start getting their hands in there on the ball and trying to poke it free. I think they're worried right now, obviously, about bringing the ball carrier down, which is which is priority number one. But as wet as this ball is and as strong as the running game is from Wyoming, I think every tackle opportunity, the second guy needs to be getting his hands in there trying to punch that ball loose. All right, so second and two, ball on the 21-yard line. Quarterback delay, and he's going to run straight up the middle. A nice move to the left. He's going to find the corner of the end zone. Touchdown on an athletic run by the quarterback on a 21-yard run. Going to make this game 13 to nothing with 122 left in the first quarter. That's Evan Crater, 6'5", 190 quarterback for Wyoming. Very athletic move there. Looked smooth as he ran the ball. Was able to make a cut, almost fell down, stayed on his feet, found the corner of the end zone. Definitely has some speed as a strider. We haven't seen how, what he can do throwing the ball, but we do understand he has an offer from Purdue and several other schools. We can see why from the athleticism. athleticism Number 19, AJ, we see for All right. So, again, let's see what happens to the extra point. Wet, slippery ball, anything can happen. High snap, but nice hold, puts it down, and a beautiful kick. High and through the uprights right down the middle. So 14 nothing as they ring the bell here at Wyoming. Eagles fall behind by two touchdowns here in the first quarter. But again, the defense looked as if they were starting to get up to speed a little bit with this Wyoming offense until they break that big play. A couple fourth down plays that they gave up, is that's extremely demoralizing to a defense. You stop them on third down, you're trained to think that, you know, you did your job. It's over. Stay out there on the field on a fourth and two from the 50. Stay out there on the field on a fourth and two from the 30. Both of them were about three or four-yard gains for first down. Very demoralizing. This is an extremely important drive for CHCA. Got to get something going here. Can't get down three scores. Can't give them the ball back, even down two scores here. All right, let's see Alex do something exciting here. Alex is standing at the 15-yard line. Julian and Ames are standing at the 20. A lot of hollering on the sideline for the Eagles trying to fire each other up. You can hear the student section for Wyoming across the field. Now the officials are talking to each other. Somebody might have seen lightning. They're walking to the sideline and talking to the coach. See what's going to happen here. Not sure what's happening. If they saw lightning, I think they'd just be getting the players off the field already. One official just looked at his watch. Oh, beating on that drum so we don't hear that thunder. Now they're coming across the field. Looks like they're going to talk to Coach. They're going to talk to Mueller. Yeah, I'm afraid. Uh... I think Coach Mueller said, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> He's looking around like, what? By the way, it's a birthday for Coach Mueller. So let's see if they can get him something special for his birthday. Crowd's going crazy on both sides. 
I don't know if I've ever seen that. I think uh, both coaches talked him out of having heard thunder. So, apparently he didn't hear, hear thunder because both coaches told him there wasn't there. <laughs> and Coach, Coach Mueller got the sign, like, let's keep it rolling. So, yeah, I guess it's a matter of interpretation. Somebody thought it was the bass drum. That's my interpretation. Maybe it was one of our parents. There's a knuckleball kicked down to Julian Herman, who's going to pick it up at the 15. He's going to take it toward the middle of the field. He's out to the 20, trips out past the 25. They'll put him down at the 27. So, with a heavy rain and no thunder, let's see what the Eagles can do. As we mentioned, Dean, huge drive here. Huge drive. They tried essentially one passing play on the last three and out. It, it did not go well. It was, it was very tough to throw the ball, very tough to catch the ball, obviously, in this driving rain. Wyoming did a great job stopping the run, so I think they are going to have to consider throwing the ball. They're going to have to find some quick slants, find some tunnel screens, find some quick screens, and then maybe find a, a fade pass if they can get somebody wide open and get them, get them tricked and get deep. All right. Fisher in the shotgun, looks across the defense, put Grody in motion. They hand the ball off to Alex straight up the middle. He spins, but he gets grabbed just past the line of scrimmage, driven back behind the line. They might give him a yard on the play. But that'll be it. They're going to actually give him two. They're going to mark him at the 29. We'll call it second and a really long eight. That D-line from Wyoming looks extremely good. They've got three guys. All of them are playing offensive line as well. All of them with good size. They all are they look at the program here. They all go 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Great players along the defensive front. Yeah, I don't see the Eagles being able to run between the tackles. Time. Cole keeps the ball. He throws deep. He's got a receiver behind the defense. And Ian Sockill, ball in and out of his hands down at the 37. But he was well behind his defender, and that ball was underthrown in the rain. Ian Sockill flat on his back. He's not getting up. It was on the far side of the field from us, so couldn't see exactly what happened there. He looks to be holding his head, but we don't want to make any guesses on what happened. Could be from he's just a little shaken up, and that's where he's resting his hands. We'll see if we can tell what happened over there. A good sign for the Eagles. Ian was well behind the defense, but he had to wait for that pass to come down. Cole threw that ball about 35 yards in the air. But if he had to put it out 40, 45, he might have had a... Yeah, Dean, I think Cole will adjust as the game goes, but he threw that a little bit too late, given all this rain and as hard as it is to grip the ball and throw it farther downfield. As soon as your guy breaks open, you need to go ahead and let that ball go. He actually scrambled around a little bit, set his feet through. It was a, it was a good throw. It was just it was about 10 yards underthrown because of the rain. And as you mentioned, he had a step on. It looks like he's getting up. looks like he's okay. He might be grabbing his shoulder a little bit there, but looks like he's walking off under his own power. Yeah, that's good to see. Ian's up and walking. Seems to be holding the right arm tight to the body. Like, okay, now he's put his other, his left hand up on the right shoulder. So maybe uh, shoulder slip. Yeah, they're holding the arm in front of his body. So that's not a good sign for a shoulder, but we'll see what happens. So Ian comes to the sideline. Third down and nine for the Eagles. Third down and nine for the Eagles. 
All right, back to the line. Eagles go two receivers left to the wide side. You can put Alex motion to the same side. Cole roll that way. Now he's under pressure, and he's going to get dropped for a sack. Ball comes out. He should call that ball down, but they don't. They're going to say the ball came out. So Cole sacked back at the 17 fumbles. Ball comes out, and Wyoming is going to take over in the red zone at the 17-yard line. And that's one, if this was the NFL, I'd say look at that on replay because it looked like as his back hit the ball, the ground, the ball came out. It looked, it looked that way to me as well. It looked like the ground, which, which the ground cannot cause a fumble. Obviously, once you land, the play is dead. It looked like he landed and the ground scored that ball loose. But not the way it was called in the field. There's no replay, obviously, in high school. Um, he did have a couple receivers open down the field, but they're not getting their heads around. They're – they're running about 20-yard routes, which in this rain, you can't get your head around after 20 yards. The play's going to be over. So, I think the receivers need to make that adjustment. They were wide open in the scene. All right. So, they take over at the 17. They're going to hand off to number 22. He's going to take it around the right side. Finds a hole. He's going to pick up about three yards. They've taken the jersey and the pads off Ian on the sideline, looking at that shoulder. And if I had to guess, I don't know that we're going to see him again tonight. I'd expect to see him with a bag of ice on that in a minute. First quarter ends. Eagles down 14 nothing on the scoreboard. 14 nothing down to Wyoming on the road. Doesn't sound that bad, but this one was a lot worse than the score would indicate because the Eagles have not been able to do anything on offense, and they cannot stop the running game, which has just been continually pounded down their throats by Wyoming. And then so far, CHA has two yards total on offense. Uh, they've had six plays uh, and a turnover, unfortunately, now. They've given up now two drives. They've given up a 60-yard drive and, and another about about 55-yard drive. So they're down in the total yardage category, over 100 to two, which is certainly, certainly not a good start. I think, you know, the reason why, quite frankly, the score isn't worse is because Wyoming's running the ball every play and eating up clock. So... Obviously, a huge situation here. We're going to have second and seven. The ball's on the 14 going in. Almost a must-stop here at the beginning of the second quarter for CHCA. All right, so we switch sides of the field. Wyoming is now going from our left to our right, from the north end zone to the south end zone. So... Again, second down and seven at the 14 as we start the second quarter. Eagles trail 14 nothing. Second down for the Cowboys. Shotgun formation. Back is to the right of the quarterback. He's going to hand the ball off to number two. He's going to go around left side. And someone came flying in there. It was Julian Herman flew through there. A bolt of lightning lit him up, dropped him after a – actually, for a loss of one. That's the kind of play they're going to need from their linebackers. you got to shoot the gap. you got to play downhill, and you got to make those tackles when you get a chance in space. That was a tremendous play. That was a check field play right there. All right, back to the line, third and eight. Let's see if we can hold them to a field goal attempt. The wind has now picked up, blowing from left to right. The flag is waving – Fairly well. Quarterback's going to roll to his right. He's looking, looking. He's going to keep it on the ground. He's going to try to get to the first down marker. Hard to tell from our angle. I think he's short. Julian Herman pushes him out of bounds. 
That's going to bring up fourth and three at the 10-yard line. So let's see if they're going to kick the field goal up two touchdowns. Their, their kicker's got a great leg. Agree, Dean, but with this rain, I honestly think you got a better chance of picking up three yards on the ground than you do kicking a field goal. I know, but I want to keep it to three. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So back to the line. Now they stop, look over the Eagle, sorry, the Wyoming sideline. New play called. 22 to the left of his quarterback. Quarterback's going to fake the rollout. Goes up the middle. Eagles had him stopped. Fighting. I don't know if they stopped him. Eagles had him at the line of scrimmage. Sanders and Klusmeyer, both sides are pointing. Eagles saying they didn't get it. Wyoming saying they did. Let's see what the official call is going to be. They might have to measure this. Eagles are all pointing, saying it's short. See what the call is. Oh, face mask against the Cowboys. So maybe the Eagles were pointing on who the flag was on. So, Dean, we're, we're, not, we're still not sure if it's the first down. I think they need to measure. They're going to measure. After the measurement, a face mask on the offense is an automatic 15-yard penalty. That's a personal foul. So, obviously, if CHC stopped them, they'll take the ball. If they did not stop them, they'll take the 15-yard penalty. At that point, I think Wyoming has to kick the field goal. It's going to be fourth and about 17. They do a great job. Very easy. We appreciate everything you do. Short. Well, the Eagles held them. And the way the Eagles sideline just erupted, you'd think they won the football game, which is the kind of energy we want to see. Need that momentum. Got to turn that into positive momentum on the offense. We saw last week that that game against Indian Hill was absolutely a game of momentum. They lost all their momentum after the first half, after that lightning delay came out, came out very flat. As we mentioned, Indian Hill had a couple advantages to getting a rest on some of their two-way players. But now CHA has the momentum. They've got to go down and score here and keep that going. But on a personal foul, you don't have to still walk off the yard? You do not in, in, a, in a change of possession. Essentially, CHA declined the penalty in, in the, the play. The personal foul occurred during the play. If the personal foul was after the play, they could still tack it on after the play, but it was during the play, and therefore CHA declined it. All right, first and 10, Eagles take over at their own seven. Cole standing on his goal line. He's going to hand the ball off in the jet sweep, and Ames with a good run. He's going to get all the way out to – he's out to – Picked up about eight, nine yards on that run. They put him on the 16-yard line. So that's going to bring up a second down and two. Best play of the day by the Eagles. They're going to hand the ball, go quickly. They're going to go to Ames again to the right side. And I think he's got the first down. Let's see. Yep, first down, Eagles. I love it, Dean. CHA is going tempo, not giving Wyoming a chance to line up, not giving a chance to – to get ready, they've got two. They've got again two-way players on the defensive line that are holding their hips. They're a little bit tired, and CHJ's going for it. All right, Eagles back to the line of scrimmage. Motor just sped up for this Eagles team. Cole looking around. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. 
You're going to hand this ball up the middle after about a yard or two. I think that Alex was driven straight backwards. So let's see where they maybe give him a half yard on the play. Going to bring up, they're going to say second and 10 still. As you mentioned, I think I think getting a no game there, they kind of came out of the hurry-up mode. I'd, I'd like to see them stay in that hurry-up. It really was an energy shot there for them. Let's see if they can get a positive play here and go hurry up again on third. All right, back to the line. Eagles, four receivers, two to each side. Alex to the right of Cole. Going to put Ames in motion. They're going to – DJ's going to take it around the right side. And far side of the field from us, hard to get an angle. Let's see where they're going to spot the stick. They're going to mark that. They're going to say third down and eight. I guess he only picked up a couple yards. So third and eight, big play for the Eagles here. Looks like he had an opportunity to cut it up at the numbers. He had a little bit of a steam, but chose to go outside and end up getting pushed out of bounds, like you said, for only a two-yard gain. I think that was a missed opportunity there. Had a, had a nice crease up the up the numbers up the seam. I see what Cole can do here. I think he's going to have to use his arm. 21-yard line. They're going to empty the backfield. Cole takes the ball. He's looking, looking. Throws across the middle. Got an open receiver. Wide open. Drew to Herbert to the 50. To the 40. To the 30. And they're not going to catch the track star. Julian Herbert takes it from the 22. 78 yards. And just like that, the Eagles are back in the ball game. Dean, this is exactly what we saw last week. Indian Hill came out and jumped on him early. CHC kind of held him off a little bit and then hit a big play down the side. That ended up being about a 70-yard touchdown for him. All they did was get one step on him. Indian Hill is, or I'm sorry, uh, Wyoming was walked up in, in more of a man defense. They got aggressive. They blitzed. They had one-on-one coverage there, and as soon as you, as you mentioned, the track star, all he needed was one step, made the play, outran him by about 20 more yards at, on the on the run into the end zone. Big play for the Eagles. Great pass, composure by Cole. Phillips ready for the extra point. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. The kick is good. And just like that, with 9-16 left in the half, Eagles cut the lead 14 to 7, and there's all kinds of energy on this Eagles sideline now. There's that momentum. Got to keep it. Got to get a stop here. We got to give a lot of credit as well to Cole Fisher on that last play. As you mentioned, Dean, ball's extremely wet. The wind has picked up. He delivered a perfect strike about 30, 35 yards in the air right into his chest so he could keep it in stride and run into the end zone. All right. Mark Mueller's not Eric Taylor, but Eric Taylor days, I would call the onside kick happening right now. But we have not seen that from Coach Mueller. Well, let's see what happens here. On a wet field, heavy underdogs with momentum, but we'll see. Dean, there is a school, a high school, and it's all statistically based as to why they do this. They kick an onside kick every time, and they go for it on fourth down every single time. And they've got stats to back up why it actually kind of makes sense. I love the onside kick idea. Why not? Wet ball. You don't want to give this ball back to Wyoming for a long drive back down your throat. Ball back in the Eagles' hands would be big, but let's see. That was the uh, Eric Taylor gunslinger days. Mentioned earlier, though, big birthday for Coach Mueller. 
I know he wants nothing more for his birthday than a big win here on the road at Wyoming in their 100th year anniversary game. All right. Eagles are ready. Mike approaches the ball. End over end kick. That's going to go back to the 10-yard line. He's going to come up to the 25, to the 28, to the 30. Stays on his feet. The 35 cuts across field to the 40. Stopped at the 45. Wilco grabs him by the jersey and pulls him backwards. So he's going to get all the way out to the 43. And not to rehash it, but that's not that different than if you kicked an onside kick. I was just about to say that, Dean. They've got the ball at the 45. Each drive so far started at the, at the 35, the 40, and the 45 progressively outside of the turnover, obviously, which started in the red zone. Why not? If you kick an onside kick, they're going to get the ball at the 50. You're basically at the same spot. All right, so let's see what this Eagles defense can do here now with a little bit of energy. There's actually a pretty good student section down there by the cheerleaders. Great to see the student body on the road. The Eagles' nest will travel. All right, hand off the 22 straight up the middle. He gets hit at the line, and he's going to get dragged straight down. Rodgers picks up about going to give him four yards. Parker in there on the tackle. Dean, Dean Parker, and quite frankly, he, he got run over on that play. It was a very, very big fullback that ran the ball, but he wrapped up and he held on. Last week when those guys were getting run over, they were trying to bring him down on his back. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you got to grab, you got to stop the feet from moving and take them down. It's a good play. It's only a two, three-yard game. All right, quarterback is going to – quarterback gets sacked. Sanders, Wilkowski finishes him off. Sanders broke in there, grabbed him by the jersey, and spun him around. Wilkowski finishes him off. A loss on the play. I got to give Adam Atala some credit on that one in the weight room. He had one arm on the back of his jersey, and that quarterback goes 190, as we, as we mentioned, got some size, and he pulled him down to the ground with one arm. That was impressive. All right, so this brings up a big third down and nine at the 42 three-yard line. Big play for the Eagles here on defense. Dropping back, looking a little screen over the middle. A race to the to the marker, and I think he picked him. Julian Herman pushed him out of bounds, but I think he got to the line. See where they spotted. It was right about to the stick. Right, Dean, there's a flag on the play, and if, if they're calling it right, They've got illegal men downfield. They tried to run a tunnel screen, which basically means your linemen get downfield and the wide receiver comes underneath. However, the receiver, instead of coming behind the line of scrimmage like you have to on a screen, was about two or three yards down the field. Let's see what they call here. All right. They're still talking. Again, Dean, the, the offensive linemen get downfield by design on that play and on a tunnel screen. The receiver comes down, flat down the line of scrimmage, and has to catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage for it to be a legal play. It looks like that is what they're calling here. That wide receiver did not come backwards far enough and actually caught the ball about two or three yards downfield, which means the, the play essentially is illegal with the offensive linemen downfield. All right. There's a conversation going on right now between big number 58 and Sanders. 
And I think Kobe. Maybe all friendly. Hopefully, those are some friendly guys. They're going to march this back from the line of scrimmage. So this is now a position that Wyoming has not been in. A third and long where they have to pass the football. Now they're still talking about it. I don't know why they won't just march it off. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on either, Dean. It's supposed to be a five-yard penalty. Market at third and nine now. Should be third and 14. You set the clock. Hopefully CHA gets into a uh, maybe maybe kind of a man under two deep play here and, and send maybe a linebacker, send, uh, send their D-line, pin their ears back, chance to make a play on the quarterback. There it is. It's going to be third and 14. All right. All the way back to the 38-yard line. They have to get to the Eagle 47. So, again, big play here for the Eagle defense, third and 14. 7.36 left in the half. See if this forces Wyoming into a mistake. They're going to go two receivers left, two receivers right. Quarterback drops straight back, looking. Pressure coming, throws down the middle, wobbling. He's got an open receiver, but he missed him. Incomplete pass. They're going to have to punt the football. Eagles hold two drives in a row. Dean, Evan Prater from Wyoming looks the part. He stood there at 6'5 in the pocket. Delivered a, a, a relatively well-thrown ball, but it was a little wobbly. I think it came out of his hands a little bit little bit slick, but the guy was open, as you mentioned. But the rain goes both ways. You know, it's tough for CHJ to throw the ball in the rain. They were able to complete that 70-yard touchdown pass. On the reverse side, Wyoming's first downfield pass of the game went incomplete. CHJ so far, I think, has, has, has won the battle in the rain. Here's a high snap over the punter's head. Pressure coming. He punched it away, but a really short kick. It's going to bounce and die just inside the 40-yard line, and that is only eight yards past the first down marker. So a huge play for the Eagles. The conditions, as you said, affecting Wyoming, too. Eagles are going to take over first and 10 at the 38-yard line. Dean, credit to the Wyoming punter for even getting the ball off at all. That went all the way over his head. He had to run back, pick it up, and kick it. They're lucky CHA didn't have any kind of block on it. That would have been a touchdown probably for CHGA. CHA was set up in the return, so we had a little bit of time. But as you mentioned, they're going to have the ball in, in, at the, at the 40, 38-yard line. Great field position. I think best field position of the day for CHGA. All right. Eagles come to the line. Trips right. Trips right. They're going to put Julian Herman on the end of the line to the left. They're going to put Alex to the right of Cole Fisher in the shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off to uh, Alex, who has nowhere to go. Gets grabbed in the backfield, gets spun down. Maybe got the ball past the line of scrimmage, but a half yard at most. Dean, it's still raining, but it's raining a lot less. I like going back to that spread and trying to throw the ball around, trying to hit somebody deep here on the next couple plays. It's second down and long. I think this is your chance. You go for it. All right, Eagles come back to the line of scrimmage. Same formation they just had. Time fake, throws the ball. He's got an open receiver, and DJ's going to get the ball out near the 50. That's going to be a first down for the Eagles. Move the stick. Go tempo here. I love it. We're trying to get a play in. 
This guy's jumping and hopping around on this Eagle sideline now. This feels totally different than that first quarter. All right, all the Eagles looking at the wristbands coming to the line of scrimmage. They're now going to put two receivers left, two right. Alex to the left of Cole. Ball right on the 50-yard line. Cole takes the snap, looking, looking, throws out to his right, caught, and pushed out of bounds of about three-yard gain to Julian Herman. It's going to make it second and seven, maybe second and eight. A little out route there right on the sideline, was able to break one tackle, get about three, four yards, get right back into it. Looks like they are taking a little bit of time here, not going hurry up, but I love the aggressive nature and the – and and the and the quite tra- the the tempo nature that they've been going here in the second quarter. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, single to the right. Julian on the left side of the line as a down the tight end. They're gonna hand the ball off to Alex. Gonna try to get her on the left side and side. He's gonna loop back, go way back. He's gonna try to get her on the right hand side if he can make the corner. But no, he's gonna get thrown down all the way back at the 45. That's going to be a loss of about seven yards, maybe five yards. That's gonna bring up third down and about 13. That was one disciplined player away from Wyoming from being about a 30-yard gain. Number five, Sam Pendry. The backside defensive end did exactly what he was supposed to do. When the ball goes away from you, you stay and look for the cutback, and he was able to make the play. If he would have washed down with everybody else, there was a huge lane for him to go back and, and with his speed, probably pick up 20, 30, 40 yards. But the, the one-on-one tackle in space is a tremendous play by Pendry. All right. It's officially third and 14 from the 44. Eagles looking over at the sideline for the play call. Now they're going to call a timeout. Seems to be a lot of confusion over there. So Eagles are going to talk about it. A big play for them with momentum. Want to put their best foot forward here on the third and long. Dean, I like something here. Maybe a, maybe a short slant, something quick. Try to get seven, eight yards. If you can get that, you're definitely in go-for-it territory here with this rain. You're going to be on about the 45-yard line going in if you can do that. I like trying to get something quick, get something, again, get about half of it, get maybe 60% of it, and go for it on fourth down. They have defensively really keyed on Alec. Makes me wonder if they run that screen play to DJ Ames on the backside, if they could maybe pick something up. I like it. I like it. All right, they're actually putting Ames spread far out to the left side here. It's on the wide side of the field. It's Ames and Grody. On the far side is Metzler. They're going to now put in motion, drop back. Cole's looking forward, keeping his eyes downfield. Throws, he's got an open receiver, caught. What a play by Metzler and Cole. Cole kept his head up, found the receiver coming back to the ball first down. First of all, great to see Metzler back on the field. Second of all, Cole, again, we talked about last week, the way he works his feet is tremendous. He's on the run, but he takes the time to square his shoulders, set his feet, deliver a strike, first down on third and 13, huge play. 
All right, now there's confusion on the defensive side. Eagle snaps the ball. They had too many guys on the field. He just Aaron Rodgers it. No, they didn't give him a timeout. And the Eagles sideline and fans come to life showing their appreciation. 429 left. Eagles have the football. First and 10 at the 38. Only down by seven in this game, and the Eagles have the momentum. Down seven with momentum. Four and a half minutes left to go in the half, driving the ball. If they can score here, it's a tie ball game. The rain has almost stopped. So now Wyoming has been able to rely on the run and rely on the fact that CHA has not been able to throw the ball in the rain. That is now gone. I think that goes advantage CHCA now if they can throw the ball around. All right. There was a sense this week where you got the feeling, and I hate to say this because I've not experienced this many times since about 2005, that the team didn't have the swagger and confidence we can take them. And watching right now, that's come back. I think they have the confidence right now. They can play with these guys, which is fun to see for a young Eagle team. So they're going to come up to the line of scrimmage at the 38. First and 10. All right, blow the whistle, ready to go. Going to put Ames in motion. They're play action. Cole dropping back, and there's the screen. Back to Alex, who's going to catch it at 35, to the 30, to the 25, to the 20. Slide through down inside the 10, and the screen pass all the way down to the 8. Huge play for the Eagles. First and 10 inside the 10-yard line on a great screen. To the weak side. Tremendous blocking downfield by the offensive linemen. You saw three or four defensive linemen from Wyoming squirt right through, but that's because the offensive line was getting downfield. They sealed the linebackers, sealed the safety, about a 30-yard gain. All right, TJ on the jet sweep. Touchdown, TJ takes it in from the eight. And there's a flag on the field. They're going to bring this one back. They're going to get holding on the perimeter. Hold on the Eagles, so this one's going to come back. But weirdly, the Wyoming crowd didn't cheer the penalty. I think they're just stunned (laughs) that we're at this position right now. No doubt. No doubt. Wyoming, look, quite frankly, when CHJ turned the ball over inside the 20, down 14-0, this game looked like it might be over. The Wyoming sideline sensed it. Our sideline, quite frankly, sensed it. They stopped them on fourth and one. Got the ball back, quick touchdown, now have the ball back again, get ready to score. Unfortunately, there on the perimeter holding play, he did not need to hold him at all. He was basically already in the end zone, but let's see if they can stick it in here from the 15. All right, first and goal from the 15 for the Eagles. Cole drops back, he looks, throws the ball out in the flat, and somehow gets through four defenders. Ames takes the ball down to about the six. I don't know how he pulled that one off. Dean, he threw him basically a pop-up on a spot pass, which really put him in a bad position. I think the ball slipped out of his hand. He had three guys draped all over him, squirted through. He's going to go all the way down, as you mentioned. I think he's down to the six-yard six line, seven-yard line. Great play. All right, so second and goal from the seven for the Eagles, taking their time. Clock's running down to 340 and moving. 
All right. Eagles are going to put trips to the left. Now they're going to put DJ Ames in motion to the right. Flag on the field. I think they're going to call motion against the Eagles. And they're going to back them up five, years on, five yards on a false start. Uh, tough penalties down here, kind of self-destructing a little bit. It's going to go all the way back, and now it's going to be second and uh, goal from the 13-14 yard line. Really need to get that together. Can't have penalties down in the red zone. All right. So, after putting it in the end zone and called back on the hole, the Eagles have continued to move backwards. See if they can shift this around right here. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Blitz, from Blitz coming, drop back, Cole looking. He throws, he's got an open receiver. It's DJ. They throw a flag. That might be a face mask. Yep. So it's going to be helpful for the Eagles. Caught it at about the 11. But that's, I don't know what that can be but a face mask. Yeah, Dean, I think it's going to be a face mask. The question is, is it a 5 or a 15? If it's a 15, it's an automatic first down, which is huge. Either way, it's going to be about half the distance to the goal. But you want that 15? Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. All right, illegal receiver downfield is the call. I didn't see what happened there, but some lineman must have slipped down downfield. Dean, I think what must have happened sometimes when the when the slot receiver lines up on the line of scrimmage as opposed to off, he technically is an illegal receiver. Only the last man on the line of scrimmage is, is eligible. That's the only thing I can think is if the slot receiver there was lined up on the line of scrimmage. All right, so now it's second down and goal from the 19. Coach Mueller's still talking to the official about it. He does not like the call. They declined it. They declined it. Third from the 12. So it's going to be third and goal from the 12-yard line. All right. They're going to throw it out to Alex in the flat, and he's going to get tripped up at the 10-yard line. That's going to bring up a fourth and goal from the 10. So we're going to see the Eagles attempt a field goal here. Tremendous tackle in space. Linebacker Elijah McGee. If he doesn't make that tackle, it's probably a touchdown. All right. Fourth and goal. Fourth and goal from. Fourth and goal from the ten. The Eagles are going to attempt a field goal, so they're going to put this ball down on the eighteen. So twenty-eight yard field goal from the right hash. The hold is kick is up. It's low, but. He got it. So, 14 to 10 with 2.13 left in the first half. And a nice field goal. I think that's the first field goal of Mike Phillips' career. Trying to come in a bigger time. Huge, huge kick from the opposite hash. It's very tough for a kicker to essentially swing your leg across your body and kick it back. A right-footed kicker from the right hash in the rain. It was a low line drive kick, but he got it through. Dean, 2.13 left. Wyoming's going to get the ball. They've got two timeouts. Crucial time to get a stop for CHGA. They will get the ball back after second half. So if they can get a stop here, they're going to get the ball back with a chance to take the lead. It's a bit eerie how much this game feels like the Indian Hill game. Yeah, no doubt. Let's just hope there's, there's no a, light. I know. Because <laughs> we're – we're like one minute and 12 seconds away from lightning if it's going to repeat that one. Exactly. All right, so Mike Phillips tees it up. 
Cowbells out on the CHCA side. Helmets raised. The kitchen. Lloyd back at the eight-yard line, waiting for the kick. Teed up. Eagles making some noise on the sideline. Phillips approaches. Line drive, kick right down the middle of the field. Skibbs on the turf, picked up at the 12, out to the 20. I was going to take it left to the 25, to the 30. He gets dropped just short of the 30. Ben Sanders drops him at about the 29. Uh, they're going to mark it at the 30. And so with 2.06, Cowboys are going to begin this drive at the 30. All right, Dean. As you mentioned, 206, two timeouts. Wyoming has not shown that they can throw the ball. Granted, it has been obviously raining quite a bit, and it's raining less now. They do have a Division One offered quarterback who is more of an athlete than a thrower, at least we've seen so far. But let's see what they can do. All right, they start with trips right, single receiver left from the shotgun. Eagle line moves, but don't come over the line of scrimmage. Tried to hard count them. There's the quarterback dropping straight back. He's getting pressure, and he gets sacked. Dropped for a loss of a yard. Tony, Kobe Tony with the sack. Big play for the Eagles, second and 11. Big play from the defensive tackle. Got right upfield, got the pressure, made the sack. It's very tough to make a sack as a defensive tackle. That interior line and the quarterback that can run. Second and 12. All right. Wyoming back to the line. Quarterback again, drops straight back. Now the little screen pass set up well. He's to the 35, to the 40. Did it go out of bounds near the first down marker? Let's see where they mark it. Could be a yard short. I think it will be. I think that's going to – oh, no, they're going to put it just past the line. And one ref marked it at the 40. The other marked it at the 42. They went with the guy at the 42. It's going to be a first down. And Coach Mueller does not like the spot. All right, it's down to 124 as they re- haven't rewound the clock yet. Went out of bounds. Moves, oh, went out of bounds, that's right. All right, so they're at the 42-yard line. Quarterback rolling to his right, looking, looking. He's getting pressure. He's going to go around the corner. He's going to beat Eric T- uh, Parker to the sideline, but he's going to go out of bounds right about the 50 Parker gives good pursuit. Going to be second and five. Second and five, a minute 18 left. CHA needs a couple more defensive stops here to get off the field and get that get to the locker room. All right. Quarterback drops straight back again. He looks to his right. He's got an open receiver at the sideline and makes the catch, stays in bottom. No. He does stay in bounds, but he gets the first down, so they're going to stop the clock while they move the sticks. Ball is going to be spotted at like the 46 of the Eagles. One eleven left, two timeouts remaining. Two receivers left, single receiver right. Uh, sorry, trips left, single receiver right. Now they start the clock. 
down to 108. Quarterback dropping straight back. Another screen pass. He's out to the 40, to the 35. And he gets tackled by Kobe Tony. Going to stop the clock. Metzler on as well. The ball's down to the 34. Clock stopped at 59 seconds as they move to six. Got to get a stop before the first down here to let some clock run. Also, as a D lineman, those screens, you got to start feeling that. You got to see if the lineman's letting you go. All right. Quarterback dropping back. He's rolling to his right. This is going to be a straight run for the quarterback. He juked, but they let him get to the outside. He's going to go out of bounds after a gain of about five or six, I think. That's at 44 seconds. 44 seconds left to go in the game. They do have two timeouts. That's a lot of time for Wyoming here. Now they've got the ball down. I think it looks like at the 31-yard line. Actually, I think I see I missed you a flag. No, no flag. He's checking it up. And with this kicker, they're close to field goal range already. He looks like he's got a cannon of a leg. All right, so they are going to mark this ball down at the 36 or the 31 of the Eagles. 31 of the Eagles. It's going to be second down and seven. Quarterback drops straight back. He's looking, looking. Now he's rolling to his right. He's got a blocker downfield, and he's going to dive. There's going to be a holding penalty. They're going to bring this one back. There was an obvious hold on the edge. There was the defensive end for CHA. I didn't see who it was. The play was happening pretty quick. But obvious hold on the edge. It's going to bring, back him up all the way to the 41-yard line here, which is huge for CHA. Now, especially the clock's down to 33 seconds. All right, 33 seconds. We've not really seen this quarterback air it out yet, but as we get closer to half, we may see what kind of arm he actually has. He's going to have to. There's 33 seconds left. You You typically go by about seven seconds per play with two timeouts. That's plenty of time to run as many as you can. So you're going to get about four or five plays out of this. Ball's on the 41. They're going to have to go to the air. Yeah, actually, they're going to mark it 42. It's going to bring up second down and 17. All right, they're going to have two receivers left, two right. Quarterback in the shotgun, straight back. He's looking, looking. Now he's getting flushed. Kobe's chasing him. Now he's going to head up field, directing flashes. There's another flag on the field, and he's going to run out of bounds for the first down. That's a penalty that they've put in recently to protect players. Um, number 28 for CHA, Sanders. Sanders. And I admire his toughness, and quite frankly, I would have done the same thing. He kept playing with his helmet off. But unfortunately, I think that's a 15-yard penalty on CHA for him doing that. That's unfortunate. Because helmets don't just come off. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And that's what I think the coach is asking. How does his helmet get ripped off and there's not a penalty, but he gets a penalty for having his helmet off? We're going to have to try that one out later. You rip the guy's helmet off and 15 yards on him. That's uh, seemed to work out well for Wyoming. We'll say that. All right, well, let's see. Where are they going to spot this ball? Just wait. Now there's a lot of talk to the Eagles sideline. I don't know who they're talking to. I don't know if they're waving it off or – all right, here they go. 
The penalty is declined. I don't think it was declined, Dean. I think that was a missed. Uh, I think they may have waved it off. Them. The only thing I can say, he continued to play, but he didn't actually hit anybody, so maybe they gave him the benefit of the doubt. But there, there is no penalty, essentially, is, is, is the outcome. And I guess that makes it second down and one. No, they're saying first down, but they haven't moved the six. <laughs> they're uh, like they're struggling here, Dean. But uh, there's first and first and ten at the twenty-three with thirteen seconds. So it's time for the Eagles' defense to rise up with thirteen seconds. See if we get a turnover here. Coach Mueller is out on the field still talking with the official, but I don't think there ended up being a penalty. Now the Eagles are going to call a timeout. Chance to get settled down here. I think Coach Mueller looks upset, but I think that was a win for CHJ. They didn't end up getting a penalty a lot of time, ticked off the clock. I think there was some confusion and Wyoming didn't realize that the play was tackled inbounds, even though the flag came down. The clock should have stopped, but another 10 seconds ran off the clock. We're down to 13 seconds. Only two plays, maybe three if they're lucky. Here for Wyoming, they've got the ball on the, looks like about 20, 22, 23-yard line. This is a crucial play. Next couple plays here for CHJ. Hopefully hold them to a field goal or, and, a, and quite frankly, a long field goal at this point. All right. A lot of energy and excitement on that Eagle sideline. Again, when they were down 14 nothing and turned the ball over, it almost had that dead-in-the-water feel. And from that point till now is quite incredible. The momentum and enthusiasm that this Eagle squad has right now, and if they can stop them without scoring or, at worst, hold them to a field goal, will be huge. All right, the Eagle sideline stomping on the bleachers, trying to make some noise. Quarterback takes the snap, drops back. He's looking, looking all day. He's throwing down towards the end zone, and it's incomplete pass down to seven seconds. Threw it down to the goal line, but falls incomplete. He had him in the corner of the end zone. It was actually a very well-thrown ball and a very catchable ball. That was dropped. That could have been – I don't think it was quite a touchdown. He was down about the one, two-yard line. CHD got away with one there. That quarterback, again, six foot five, stands in the pocket, looks good throwing the ball. Definitely looks very worthy of those offers he's received at the Division One level. All right, this could be the final play of the quarter – of the half, rather. Takes the snap. Drops back, looking, looking, throws across the middle, and broken up nicely. Ah, it's going to be a couple seconds left, though. That was Julian Herman dives in front, breaks that pass up. So three seconds left. Now at the 23, do you let your kicker try a 40-yard field goal, or do you throw it to the end zone? Well, Dean, it's, it's still raining a little bit, and at the very least the field's very wet, which means the ball is wet. That's a very difficult kick to make, even, even quite frankly, in high school without any rain. Wyoming just called a timeout to think it over. 
All right. If the Eagles can go into this half, 14 to 10. I went to high school with a dad, just so you know that. When you're All right. Get, getting a little intel here on the Wyoming quarterback. Sounds like he had a dad that played at Ohio State and a brother that played at South Carolina. Oh, the other way, I think. Oh, the other way around. Yeah. The other way around. Brother at Ohio State, dad at South Carolina. So, a lot of talent in that family. Well, I guess it should come as no surprise, and he yeah. looks good. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Got no the genes. So, Dean, again, got a timeout here. It looks like Wyoming is leaving their offense on the field. So, CHA is calling their defense. If I'm CHA here on defense, you got to decide, do you want to heat them up? Do you want to bring pressure? Do you want to sit back and make a play? I like bringing four, stick with the four, go with that man under two deep that they've been running here and there. They've been doing a pretty good job with it. I don't think I'd bring pressure here, given how elusive their quarterback has been. All right, so here we go. Last play of the half. Barring a penalty. Quarterback drops back. He's looking to his left. Throws across the middle. Nice. Broken up by the Eagles. No completion. Time runs out. Oh, you got to be kidding me. So there's a flag. Jossworth breaks it up. But there's a flag. And unfortunately, Dean, the half cannot end on a defensive penalty, which means Wyoming, assuming it's what we think it is, either a pass interference or a hold on the defense. Wyoming's going to have an opportunity to kick a field goal here. It's going to be pass interference. Didn't see it, but it's on the other side of the field. So, All right. So the caller looks like it could net him three. So Danny's going to be lining up on the right pass. Looks like the ball's on the 12. So we're going to have a you, – you add 17, so we're going to have a 39-yard field goal, 29-yard field goal here. All right, so 29-yard field goal from the right hash. Kid has a great leg. Let's see his accuracy under pressure. We're ready. There's a snap. Loose up. Ball gets away. He's rolling out. He throws the ball. Hits the receiver. Gets down near the goal line. The Eagles stack him up, push him out of bounds. And no points on the last play. And so the Eagles ride the momentum into the locker room. We'll go to halftime. 14-10. Big play for the Eagle defense on a broken play. So, Dana, as we mentioned, field goals are tough. In the rain, the snap was fumbled. Ran around a little bit, was able actually to hit a receiver. They, they, they did a very nice job on what, what you call the fire play, meaning everything breaks down, you yell fire. You get your tight end out in the flat, you get your other tight end down the field. They hit the tight end in the flat, but CHC was ready, made the tackle about the seven-yard line. A huge half of football for the Eagles when all looked just about lost in the – First quarter, down 14 nothing and fumbling near the red zone to hold on the fourth and one to then come down, get the big strike again, like last week to Julian Herman, cross the middle, who runs away from the defense, 
to come down and get a field goal, which actually was after a called-back touchdown, to be 14-10 and getting the ball in the second half is huge. And if you can hear them, they're celebrating 100 years of Wyoming football. And if you look over there right now, they might have every person who's ever played in the last 100 years who's coming out on the field. And I just hope they're not introducing them all. <laughs> I mean, they look dry. I think they were hanging out in the gym or something. We have not seen those guys, but uh... – Quite a few alumni on the field, which is it's a nice night for them. Glad, glad to see they were still able to do that, get this game in. Dean, got to admire the mental toughness from CHA, as you mentioned. Down 14 nothing, turn the ball over, inside your own 14-yard, inside your own 20-yard line. Chance to go down 21 nothing. got the stop on fourth down, immediately responded with a 70-yard touchdown pass, got another stop, responded with a with – a, with an eventual field goal drive on a touchdown that was called back and then got the stop again. Three defensive stops in a row, two scoring drives in a row, and they're going to get the ball back here with momentum. Huge opportunity for CHGA. The Coach Mueller's in their ear. It certainly kept them, kept them on their toes, kept them tough for this game. Hopefully he can give a little inspiring speech here and keep the momentum rolling after the half. Love to hear if you're out there listening to us. We're hoping you're saving you from a wet night. But a great game here. We're hoping you're listening in. Send us a text. Let us know you're out there. 513-283-3385. 513-283-3385. Let's see who's the furthest away. We've got Ashbrook and Leland, but they're in town. <laughs> they didn't want to do the uh, game out in the rain. We bring out Matt for those games. Dean, I got some text from my dad here, not on our chat line, but my personal phone. Looks like he's got about a – about a two-foot bass there. Looks like about a seven, eight-pound bass up in Three Rivers, Michigan. So, congratulations to Dad. Hopefully, you're listening in. <laughs> looking at looking at some of these stats about these teams. We've got the Spawns listening up in Mansfield, Ohio. Listening to their grandson, Jack, who's had a really big first half defensively. If you are reading off uh, some of the details of some of the great plays and great teams of this Wyoming team, just to kind of tell you a little bit about how impressive this Wyoming program has been. A school that has a hundred seasons of football had a winning record for 88 of those hundred seasons. They, this field is named after Bob Lewis, who had 198 wins to 21 losses and seven ties. He had 11 undefeated teams, had 23 straight winning seasons. One of the great teams here at Wyoming was in 1962 when they went undefeated and and outscored their opponents 446 to zero. They didn't give up a point the entire year. Um, just an incredible run here. It, it, there's only been like three losing seasons since like 54 or something like that. It's an incredible program. That's, that's unbelievable. 
and, and as much if you think about it, the way the city has changed over the years and, and, and the leagues that they've been in obviously have changed and, and to, to maintain that culture of winning is just, just very, very impressive. And Dean, 1962, zero points on the entire year. That's, I'd say that's pretty good defense. That's not bad. <laughs> just incredible. The coach that the stadium's named after, Bob Lewis, he actually won um, state titles in both Ohio in 77 and in Kentucky in 1983. So a lifetime career record as a coach of 270 wins to 55 losses and eight ties which is quite the incredible career. We got We've got Luke Jackson listening in, playing it cool in Florida and listening to the game. Go Eagles, if you don't know Luke, he's related to the Wallaces. Keep shaking it, boss. Hopefully the weather's nicer down there, Luke. All right, let us know if you're out there. 513-283-3385. Matt, if you had to guess, we don't have stats. As you mentioned, for those first couple of drives, I think the Eagles had two yards. But from that point on, the Eagles actually had a fair amount of success moving the football. So, Dean, I'd say the second quarter was basically the opposite of the first. Not not quite, um, but, again, CHA had two offensive yards in the first quarter. Second quarter, they had that 70-yard touchdown pass, and then they had that drive all the way down where they kicked the field goal, which is about a 60-, 70-yard drive. is going to have about 150, 160 yards going into halftime. I'd say Wyoming's right about that same mark. They had about 120 going into the second quarter and only moved the ball maybe two or three first downs. So, I think they're even in total yardage which is usually a stat that shows the outcome of the game. And CHA only down four here with an opportunity to come down and score very much in this ballgame. Got a question. I, if I recall the number, I think it's Goble. Wanted to know how he got so lucky to have Chaxfield on the air twice. It was really about a contract extension and a big signing bonus. So we expect to see him or hear him a lot more this season. Just like Le'Veon Bell, I held out in week one. I didn't quite get what I wanted. But week two, I was here. Week three, I'm here. Hopefully, hopefully keep it rolling. We need him for the Holy Cross game. That's the key. Because that one's going to get lopsided and we need some of the good stories. Dave Walker's joined us up here in our makeshift booth. Dave, any comments on what you're seeing in the game from your vantage point? Got to believe it could happen, right? It looked when it started as if the team didn't. But at this point, they clearly do. Momentum's back on their side. Yeah, I know they did. But uh, this is a better game than playing a weak team and actually winning, even if we even if we don't get it done. Because they surely, with a touchdown call back, it could be a tie game. So, hey, this is great. And this has been happening. Big injury for the Eagles in the first half, losing Ian Sawkill. Uh We mentioned taking the pads off. He ended up in a sling on the sideline. So we definitely won't see him again tonight. 
But um, guys are stepping up. That's going to mean, again, Ian's young, but more of the younger guys are getting playing time. So, again, Coach uh, Coach Chaxfield's in the locker room. What's he saying? What do you think Mueller's saying to these guys right now? I think it's all positive energy. I think you continue what happened at the end of the end of the first quarter, moving into the second quarter, and through through halftime. You got to believe. Just uh, just just as we said over here, you got to believe. You got to keep keep grinding. You got to keep that mental toughness. The rain is now gone. I think they think they can win this game, Dean, and I think that's the message. We've we've got greetings coming all the way from Cape Canaveral, Florida. Uh, the Bowers are listening to their grandson, who's got his name called a few times tonight, getting in on a lot of tackles on defense. So thanks for listening in. Again, I'm sure your weather's better than ours. So we'll see with this long delay at the beginning. I don't know that they're able to shorten the halftime with all the festivities we got. I think they actually lengthened the halftime, Dean, unfortunately. And uh, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us. I know there's still storms in the area, but they've got about a little over 100 people down on the field that they're introducing and and people that have played in the past here at Wyoming, which we mentioned is a tremendous tradition. But uh, hopefully – Certainly want to give them time to be honored, but uh, we want to get back on the field as well. Yeah, before the rain starts. Yeah. That unscored upon team has a whole banquet in their honor tomorrow night. So they're introducing them tonight, but they have a whole ceremony for them tomorrow. Um, so that will that will be a big deal. This um. This rivalry between these two teams have not played that often, but we had a home and away series back in the Eric Taylor days where the Eagles shocked them by beating them at home. Wyoming did not see that coming. Game got a little tense toward the end. The next year, it was the Fox game of the week, and we had a pep rally in the gym at 6.30 in the morning on a Friday, and we came to Wyoming, and if I recall, that was the first game of the season, and we were trounced here. I think it was about 41 to nothing, and one of the, one of the band members, who shall remain nameless, was wearing a CCA jersey, and he was a drummer. They came up in his face with the camera, and he said, Wyoming Cowboys, more like the Wyoming Cowgirls, <laughs> to which everyone kind of winced. <laughs> well, when the Eagles came on the field that night, the Wyoming players were looking for his number. And the team was saying, he's not one of us. He was in the band. They kept saying he had a jersey on. They said, I can't help that. He's not on the team. So they were looking to – but it became bulletin board material. We ended up losing like 41 to nothing. And the football team came back not happy with a certain band member. But anyway, ancient history. So we played them last year in a televised game. And, again, a tough, tough battle at home. But the uh, Eagles could not shut them down in the second half, lost a close televised game. And so coming here tonight, it's a chance to turn the tables 
and shocked this Wyoming team and put a damper on this 100-year celebration. And, Dean, this, this game is going to have tremendous playoff implications as well. We were talking about it a little bit before the broadcast. CHA now has a win against Carlisle, who's, who's 0-2, and the loss against Indian Hill. Game's coming up. They have against Holy Cross, who's 0-3. They do have Trimble, who's 2-0. But then they go into North College, who's 0-2. The CCD game, unfortunately, has been canceled, so not an opportunity for them to pick up points. Then they've got Summit, who's 1-1, Norwood, who's 0-2, and then MB's 2-0. Dean, as, as we mentioned yesterday, or as we mentioned last week, the Harbin point system is based on not only wins, but teams that you beat and their wins. So about 20, and I'm, I'm really kind of oversimplifying, but about 25% of your points come from what you call the first level, which is your record. So say CHDA goes 7-2 and two or 8-1 or and one through this year, you're going to get points based on those wins. But then after that, the other 75% of the points come from the teams that you beat and their wins. So say of the 90 games, if it, all the nine teams you play play 10 games, let's say they only go, say, 40 and 50, which is looking that way, you're going to get significantly less points than a team that's playing against better teams that have better records. So what I'm getting at here, this game is extremely important. If CHA can pick up this win, you know Wyoming's going to win seven, eight, maybe even nine games this year if they get this win. If not, you're looking at your best potential game here for the rest of the year is probably Trimble, who's a Division Seven school, which you get less points for, for the smaller schools as well. And then after that, you really got NBC, NBCA and Summit, the only other teams that have wins on your schedule. So, unfortunately, with CCD dropping them this year, who's actually 2-0 and as a club team, but with them dropping, you really need this game for the playoffs. Otherwise, you're going to struggle to even get in at all which has been a very long time since that's been a concern. Yeah, you, you look at these two games last week and this week, and the hope was you want to come out of one of these games against two teams who are going to both win a lot of games. You need one of the two. To be honest, most people were looking at the Indian Hill game at home thinking that was the shot at the win. And so when that one got away, coming back on a Saturday morning, this put a huge circle on this game, which, as we said, there wasn't a lot of confidence going in, but it was a must-win. That's a bad combination when you have a must-win game that you don't have a lot of internal belief that you have a chance. And so for the Eagles to be sitting right now in the locker room, down by four, getting the ball back, having held this Wyoming team after its first two drives, despite turning the ball over inside the 30, the Eagles have to feel pretty good about things. No doubt. No doubt. Huge, huge second half here. Opportunity to essentially, if you win this game, you, you essentially solidify your opportunity to make the playoffs. If you lose, you're on the outside looking in and, and need to make up some ground and hopefully get some help from some other teams losing some games. And Dean, quite, this, this team really reminds me of, quite frankly, the last year I played. They have one returning starter on defense coming back. They've got a new quarterback in the system. They've got a couple, um, a couple offensive linemen coming in fresh, a couple skilled positions on the offense coming in fresh. I think this could be a very, very good team by week nine and ten. Earlier in the year, they don't have a lot of experience. They're trying to learn on the fly. So this could be a very dangerous playoff team. So if they can get this win, get into the playoffs, I think they could make a run. But without this win, they may not have that opportunity to get in the playoffs. So, again, very, very crucial here down four. Looks like we're about four minutes away from starting the second half, although the teams haven't come out yet to warm up. So hopefully we get going here soon. 
And, and again, for those who haven't listened in the last couple of weeks, there were issues in the spring. If you recall, if you're a, a longtime CHCA football fan and listener, you remember last year when we played CCD, we got called on multiple of those crackback blocks, uh, hitting guys behind the play. Uh, the Eagles were just a lot bigger, stronger, and more physical team. Really knocked around the CCD team a bunch. Uh, a couple guys got hurt in that game. And the CCD community was basically refusing to play CHCA. And so that was a negotiation about whether they'd play us. Because within our league, you do have the ability, if both teams agree, to pass on a game. Eagles wanted to play the game. CCD didn't. Well, then it ended up, as this season started, CCD dropped its entire conference schedule. As you mentioned, became a club team. So they're going to play the non-conference part of their schedule. But that greatly affects all the other teams in the league. Because CCD playing in the, in the weaker half of the league, even if they weren't at the Eagles' caliber, still picked up a lot of wins most years. And so to have that as an empty week, and again, when you're talking about mid-August, picking up a game, and it was a week seven or whatever that is, that's almost impossible to fill, and the Eagles have not been able to do that. And so that, that was a huge disappointment, but it's part of what puts them – in this position of possibly getting past tonight and not losing again on the season, but whether or not that gets them in the playoffs is going to be something we're going to have to see as this year unfolds. Coach is very excited about these young guys, a lot of sophomores getting a lot of significant minutes. And like you said, those guys will be different by the end of this season, but it's, can you get in the playoffs? Eagles come out onto the field Whistle blowing, guys hooping it up a little bit. A lot of energy in these Eagles players. And, again, I don't, I don't want to be too simplistic here, but the spring and the step of these guys right now versus when they were warming up in the downpour before the game is the exact opposite. It's night and day. It's night and day. Warming up, obviously they're getting poured on. They know they're about to play a tough opponent. Quite frankly, they looked like they just hoped it would get postponed until tomorrow. And coming out in the second half, you got no rain. You got Coach Atala getting them jacked up over there with the whistle. You got guys jumping around, bouncing around, excited. I'm looking over, Dean, you look at over a Wyoming sideline, you see the exact opposite. You see guys kind of lethargically walking around, stretching a little bit, not a lot of energy, not a lot of noise. That's momentum. That's, that's high school and, and college football. You see a lot of momentum. Makes a big difference in the game. We saw it last week. Hopefully we see it here this week on the flip side. Yeah, Adam Atala with a whistle. He's the, he, you weren't there for it last Friday, but that guy's a one-man pep rally. You give him a microphone at any time, it turns into a pep rally. We have the uh, traditional flex Fridays around campus, sometimes in hallowed miracle commons. You got, Al, uh, you got Atala out there getting people doing curls. We had Lynn Shank out there pumping iron a few weeks back. So <laughs> Yeah, Heather's been out there with the 
with the iron and with the bands. And you see Heather Wachowski walking around with the chains around her neck. Look out. That's when you know it's a rough Friday. That's usually when I go to the other building. Well, Dean, they just added three minutes to the play clock, so it looks like we're going to get started here in about three. They're uh, meeting at, uh, at midfield, determining which end of the field each team will play on. Looks like Wyoming's electing to go down on the side where their band was. I think their band left uh, after the rain delay, but um, they're going to be heading away from us. But CHJ will get the ball, as mentioned. CHJ had a lot of offensive momentum going, and they were playing well on defense. Let's see if they can go down and get a strike, get a score, go up, and hopefully hold on to the lead. And there's no rain right now. I don't see any stars, but I don't see any rain. Pull up my uh, weather app. I'm I'm taking off the raincoat, which didn't seem to do the job. Well, Dean, by the looks of it, it looks like the majority of the weather has passed us. There's a large shell coming behind it, but it looks to be hours away. So hopefully we'll get in this second half clean. There's a very small cell behind us that hopefully doesn't develop any bigger. But outside of that, it's like we got a window. All right. Down to a minute 30 on the stretching guys out. Kyle is still working the whistle. Wyoming's on the sideline. <laughs> All right. Again, Dean, I, again, I hear nothing from the Wyoming sideline. Nothing from the fans. Nothing from the players. CHJ's doing their uh, Eagle Jack inside there over on their side of the field. I know our fans are excited, standing up, getting ready for play here. Totally different momentum, totally different game from where it was at the start. Yeah, one of the big plays in that first half was the misdirection where Alex took it down the sideline for the big first down. Eagles come to the sideline. And again, to your point, there is not a peep from the Wyoming sideline or from their fans. Even their student section sitting down. And even their cheerleaders seem to be off uh, kind of doing their own thing. Lynn Shank, good to have you out there listening. You should be standing here with us in the rain. You're missing out. But much smarter than me. Oh. Hopefully our Brewers and Cardinals stay in a nice, close match, and we both pass the Cubs. All right. So now the fans come alive, ready to kick off here. Teed up at the 40. The approach, the kick. Squib kick takes a high bounce. Can be picked up at the 15 out of the 20 to the 25. And I think that's all the way out to the 30. Herman takes it out to the 30. Cross the 30. Let's put that to 32. 
Eagles will begin there. Eagle cheerleaders shouting, trying to get people riled up, and here we go. I said it last week. Herman's a tough kid running right into that wall. Essentially, that's Coach Robinson's kind of crosswalk return where it looks like you're going to run into a wall of Wyoming players, and then at the last minute, your blockers come across and, and make some blocks to open it up for you. Got it out across the 30. All right. Eagles come to the line. Two left, two right. They're going to move Herman from the right side to the left. Cole drops straight back. He floats the ball out to Alex. Put a little juke move, and he's going to bust forward out near the 40. He's going to be at about the 39. That's a good gain on first down for the Eagles. Very good gain. It's going to be six yards, which is a win. Second and six. Getting up to the line. Hopefully keep moving in that that quick-tempo offense that they've been running and, and get another play in. All right, Eagles looking at the wristbands. Get up over the ball. They're now going to go trips left. Alex is going to go to the right of Cole. Now they can put Ames in motion. They give him the ball on the jet sweep, and they're going to string that out. I don't know if he gets any yardage on it. Going to make it third down and five. Maybe lost a yard on the play. Yeah, tried to get the edge there, was not able to. The corner um, for Wyoming looks like uh, number 10 over there. Wyoming's corner made a great play holding his edge. That's uh, looks like Jupe Mitchell. Jupe Mitchell from Wyoming he made a great play. Actually, they can make it a loss of two. So it's going to bring up a third down and seven. Big play right off the bat here. Don't want to give this ball over right away. Cole drops back, looks, gets flushed in the pocket, looking downfield. Got a wide open receiver. Caught and all the way out to the 50. Julian Herman found the hole, sat down in it, gets the first down. Dean, most cornerbacks, especially at the high school level, especially as high school juniors, when they get pressure, the first thing they want to do is take off and run. Cole does a tremendous job and, quite frankly, is at his best. When the pocket breaks down, he escapes. He finds someone open. He sets his feet and delivers a strike. Great play. All right. First and ten. They're going to give the ball to Alex. He gets hit as he takes the handoff. That's going to be a loss of two yards. There was nowhere to go up the middle. See, that's the first time, I think, since the first quarter they've tried to go between the tackles. That's, I don't think that's going to work. They got, uh, they got three defensive linemen that look to be about 230, 240, 250. They've got a defensive end on the backside who's quick. I don't think they're going to run in between the tackles. All right, back to the line. They're going to stay with trips to the left side. Single receiver to the right. Cole takes the snap. He's going to roll to his left. He's looking, looking, and that ball is picked off to the 40, to the 50, and he runs over. Tion, just wait. There's a flag in the backfield. Maybe a roughing the passer. Probably after change of possession. Let's see. Yeah, Dean, I think I got him on a uh, – you can't blindside block after a uh, interception like that. It was a blindside block by Wyoming. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty. That was one of the few times Cole did not set his feet and the ball wobbled and it was an easy interception for the safety. Tough play there for CHA. They will get a little bit lucky here on the 15-yard penalty. It's going to put him back. It's essentially going to be like a punt if they wouldn't have ever gotten a first down in the first place. They're going to get the ball 
Looks like at the 35-yard line. Yep, well, first of all, I'm going to be yeah, they're going to march this one all the way back to the 35. So, like you said, not terrible. You'd love to come in on the first drive and pick up some yardage. But, again, nothing hurt for the Eagles. Yeah, now their defense needs to stand up. Sudden change, defense needs to rise to the occasion. Let's see what they do here. All right, so the Cowboys come to the line near side at the 35. Single receiver to the right, two to the left. Quarterback's going to roll to his left, looking. He finds a hole, a seam down to the 45, cuts back to the 50 on his feet, all the way down to the 38 for a big physical run, first down, Wyoming. Tough play there. About a 16, 17, 18-yard gain. BHG is going to have to stand up here on defense. They now cross into their territory. They got an official timeout. I don't know if there's an injury or looks like it is an injury. Looks like an eagle went down on a knee. Can we see who that is across the field? Somebody's hurt on the far side of the field for the Eagles. Joe Lucas, best in the business from Beacon, comes running out to check on him. It was Alex, actually. Alex is up on his feet. Coming off under his own power. A little spring in his step. Maybe just got the wind knocked out of him. But you don't want to see him get hurt. Eagles are going to talk it over on the sideline before heading back out uh, with his first and 10 over on their own 47. And, Dean, Alex just tried to stay in the game, but you're not allowed to if you go down and, and trainers come out. The refs made him get out. Back to the line of scrimmage. Skinnerode, two to the right, sing to the left. Quarterback's going to roll to the right, run all the way. He's trying to get the corner, and he does. He's going to pick up probably nine or ten. That could be a first down. Yeah, he has deceptive speed. He's six foot five. He's a strider. Once he gets going, he he turned the corner. As you mentioned, I think he I think he may even got the first down. It's close. He did get the first down. They're going to move the chain. And uh, quite frankly, just outran everybody to the sideline. Yeah, to have a quarterback that you can see kick it into a second gear is uh, pretty impressive when you see his size as well. All right, first and 10 down at the 37. The quarterback, same play. This time he's going to go left. And Eagles try to run it down from behind. He'll pick up about four yards this time. But still a decent gain for first down. Ben Sanders makes a tackle. There's an eagle down on the ground. Let's see who that is. Oh, Julian Herman's down. And he gets up on his knees. He's going to try to get up, and he does. Joe Lucas is talking to him over there. He's standing, not coming off the field just yet, though. Very, very concerning. Two of their biggest offensive weapons on back-to-back plays go down on defense. It does look like that Coach Mueller's committed to having guys go both ways and have some of his better offensive talent play defense, and they need them. And just as we talk, this is a must-win situation. Going to have to play both ways throughout the rest of the game. He's getting off the field under under his own powers. That's a good sign. 
All right. Eagles uh, have a second down in about three here. Defense has got to stiffen now. Quarterback is going to take it to the left. They stop in the backfield, but then he jukes free somehow. Weaves his way all the way down to the 20-yard line. Robbie Glenn makes the tackle, but it looked like he was stopped for a loss of two or three. Ends up picking up about seven. And they're going to have to make a play in space. That was uh, just, just an athletic play by the quarterback. Just just out, outran, outmaneuvered the rest of the defense. Going to have to find a way to bring him down. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. Time quarterback's going to hand the ball off right up the middle, and the Eagles stop him right at the line. Maybe picks up a yard or two, but a good defensive hold right there. Yeah, really the, 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 the runs between the tackles have not been the major issue, which is actually quite frankly surprising given how big that offensive line for Wyoming is. It's really been a little bit off tackle trying to get the edge. That's what's really caught, killed CHC all day is the, those edge runs. All right, back to the line. Quarterback rolling to his right, this time looking, looking. Now he's going to put the ball under his arm and run. He's going to get the corner, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds by Julian Herman. Uh, but, again, in a bad angle, but not before he picks up probably about four yards. It's going to be short of a first down. And I think there's an injury on the field. There's a Wyoming Cowboy down in the end zone. And Wyoming, it's I think the third or fourth time they've run that play, it's essentially a little rollout for the quarterback. It's an option to either throw or go ahead and tuck the ball and run. I don't even think he's considered throwing the ball. He's just tucking the ball and running after two or three steps, able to pick up chunks of 5, 10, 15 on these plays. But, again, they held him short of the first down. It's going to be third and about two. That Wyoming player is also getting off the field under his own power, which is good to see. This is a huge play, Dean. Third and two. Ball's on about the 15-yard line. 12-yard line. All right, yeah, you want to stop this here, force him to kick a field goal. Leading the field slowly. Can't see the number across the field, who that is for Wyoming. Seems to be hobbling a little bit. Number 13. So here come the Cowboys back on the field. Big third down play here for this Eagle defense. Third and three. Call it a long two at the 12. Single receiver right, two to the left. Air was motion. That's going to back it up five. Oh, just wait. Are they called a timeout on the Eagle side? I thought it was a flag. Interesting. Hey, it did look like there was movement, but I guess the timeout came first. Um, Huge play for CHA. I'm not sure if Coach Mueller saw something. It looked like Wyoming had set up that play that they were get, uh, They got a couple first downs on fourth downs. That kind of quarterback load player, the quarterback, uh, almost like a sweep, direct snap to the quarterback. See if uh, Coach Mueller saw that as well and maybe make an adjustment. i got to imagine Wyoming, having kind of showed their hand there, is going to change their play up as well. The uh... – Weather app just said expect rain to start again at 9.51, which gives us about five minutes. So hopefully it's wrong. It says it'll be light. 
but we shall see. That would be just about the time the Eagles are getting the ball back on offense. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Hopefully it holds off a little bit longer. All right, so the Eagles come to the line. And Wyoming set. Quarterback takes the ball. He's going to take it around the right end. He's going to have the first down and more. He's going to get down around. I think he's going to be down around the seven-yard line. Herman makes the tackle. But that's going to be a first and goal at the eight-yard line for Wyoming. Also, in some negative news, the fact that we had a almost an hour delay at the beginning and an extra-long halftime show, we have a limited broadcast time through Blog Talk Radio. Going to go right up the middle with this run. Maybe pick up two, three yards. So even though we would like to continue, we are going to be automatically signed off at ten o'clock. So we will we will update you via Twitter. I'm sure Coach Taylor's updating, but I will be updating from my D Nick Double Zero. We'll try to go play by play for you. So you'll just imagine Jack Shields analysis. All right. Cowboys take it around the right end. Quarterback keeps it. Dives for the end zone and scores. So with 7-10 left in the third quarter, score goes 20-10 to with the extra point coming. Yeah, Dean, that was that quarterback load or quarterback sweep play again. Um, CHA's had a very tough time stopping that all night in the short yardage situations. Uh, let's see if the ball will be wet, despite the fact that it's not raining. The field is wet. Hopefully, maybe they have another more, another issue here on the extra point as they did the field goal. There's a snap to hold. The kick is up, and I think he missed it. He missed it wide right. So they got the hold down. Pressure was coming around the right side, kicker's left side. And uh, he pushed the ball to the right. So it stays a 10-point ball game with 7-10 left in the quarter. Down just a touchdown and a field goal. Getting the ball back here. They did show some signs of making a drive. They unfortunately did throw that interception. I think it was even on first down. It may have been first or second down there. So they were driving down. They had an opportunity. Going to get the ball back here. Another chance to go down and score. Again, if they can get a touchdown, and even if they don't, they're still very much in this game. All right. Wyoming. Eagles both huddled up. It actually turned into kind of a pleasant night here while it's not raining. Some energy coming back on this Eagles sideline, trying to get each other fired up for this next drive. Love to see a big return here, Dean. Haven't seen one of those in the past couple games. And Eagles historically been known for some big runbacks on return games, particularly with Alex. 
So let's see if this could be a good time for him to spring one. All right. Line drive kick. That's going to get bobbled by Ames, I think, down at the 10, the 15 to the 20 to the 25, out to the 30. That's a really nice run by DJ Ames. The Eagles will start at the 30-yard line. Good return. Broke three or four tackles there. Looked very quick. Great return, as you mentioned. Other win on that one, both Bernard and Herman were in on that kickoff return. Both of those guys went down with injuries on that uh, last drive on defense. So good to see they're both okay. Yeah, Ian Sockill is another person that's done some of that kick returning. But, again, he's sitting on the sideline with a sweatshirt over a sling on the uh, right shoulder. So that, that doesn't look good. We won't see him again tonight. All right, Eagles come to the line. Trips left. Single receiver right. Cole drops back, throws over to the left quickly. Gets the ball out, picks up five on the play. Herman gets driven backwards, but not before he picks up five. Yeah, Wyoming, I think they really respect the speed of Herman. They've been in that kind of bail technique where the corner immediately is in his backpedal at the snap. Able to do a little five-yard hitch route. They can take advantage of that all game. Once Wyoming starts coming up, then you want to hit him deep. All right, second, and they're going to call it six at the 35. Single receiver left. Trips right. Now they're going to run the ball to the left side. Great blocking out there, but ended up running in the back of his blocker. And Bernard gets up slow, ran into the back of DJ Ames, who was out there trying to set the edge for him. Then you don't want to speculate. It looked like he kind of made direct contact on his knee, which will create a bit of a bruise. It, it, it looks like it's just a just a bruise, though, the way he's walking. It doesn't look to be any kind of structural damage. He's staying in the game as well. Actually, I correct that. It wasn't aimed. It was, it was two ones. It was uh, Brady Metzler from behind. All right, two receivers left, two right. Cole's going to keep it himself. And he's going to fight to get to the 40. I think he's going to be just short. So that's going to bring up fourth and probably less than a yard at your own 40, 39 and a half at this time in the game, at this place in the field. What are you doing? I'm going for it. And it doesn't look like he's hesitating to do that either. Well, now maybe he is. Oh, no, they're calling a play. They're going for it here, Dean. I, I agree with the call. It's fourth and very short. Momentum has swung back to Wyoming. The kicking game, you're going to punt, maybe gain about 30 yards out of it. Why not? you got a good chance of getting this here. I'd go for it. All right. Eagles come to the line. Cole's going to keep the ball. He's going to try to go left. But he kind of turned his shoulder, didn't hit the line hard, and he gets stopped, maybe loss of a half a yard. Yeah, it was tough, Dean. It looked like he had a little bit of a hole there and just wasn't able to get it. He's going to be about a half yard short. No gain there. Actually, it looks like he, like, I think he lost a little bit, but uh, going to be Wyoming ball. But again, I, I still think it was the right call. You punt there. You know, you're giving them the ball on the 40. You punt there. 
with a little bit of return, they probably get the ball to 35-40 anyway. You're talking 20 to 25 yards in high school punting. I think you always go for it in that situation, and unfortunately they came up short. Now the defense has to make a play. All right. So it's time for the defense to step up. All right, they're going to go single receiver to the right, two to the left. Quarterback's going to fake to go to the left. He turns right. They're going to try to string him out. Big face mask on the stiff arm, but they drag him down. Wilkowski on the tackle drags him down. Second in about eight. Gene, as a defensive player, I always hated that rule. If I touch the offensive player's face mask, it's a 15-yard penalty. The offensive player grabs the face mask on the stiff arm. They almost never call it. That was an instance right there where he basically kind of grabbed and pushed. No call, but, again, a tackle for only two or three yards. All right, back to the line. Quarterback's been running the ball a lot this half. This time he drops straight back. He looks. He throws over to the right. Short, short hops it into the sideline. Incomplete. Going to bring down, bring up a big third and about seven. And you got a holding call as well. Wyoming's being called for holding in the backfield. Interesting decision here for CHA. Do you take third and seven, or do you take second and probably about 17? Looks like they're going to take the penalty. All right, so they're going to march this back, put the ball all the way back to the oh, 49 of Wyoming. Well, that's a big, that's a big penalty right there. That's going to make it second and 18 from the Wyoming 49. I think it might even be more than 18 looking at the looking at the stick. I guess they called the holding decently far back in the backfield, which, which uh, gave CHA even more yards. All right, see if this them into a mistake. Wyoming throws a little middle screen, screen again. And, it, and it's going to pick a 40 to the 30 to the 20, and he's going to go all the way to the house. And what a turn of events after what looked like what could be a crippling penalty. Dan, it's that same tunnel screen they tried before and got called back because the receiver didn't come back far enough. The offensive linemen get out and get get a block on the linebacker and the safety. The defensive linemen get upfield a little bit too far. They didn't feel the screen. They didn't feel them, themselves being let free by the offensive linemen who are going downfield hit him in stride, and just took off upfield untouched for about a 55-yard touchdown. Well, just like that, this game goes to 26-10 to 10, with 3.44 left in the third quarter. In for the extra point. Holds down. The kick is up. The kick is good. And 27-10 with 3.44 left. In the third, we've got about two minutes left here on the broadcast before we switch over to giving you Twitter updates. Again, we apologize about that. Our account only gives us a three-hour window. So the hour delay at the start of the game and the extra long halftime for the Wyoming 100th anniversary took up too much of our broadcast time. So we'll switch over. If you go to dnick00 on Twitter, we'll give you updates. And uh, we'll let you know how this one turns out. So the Eagles need a big return here 
to kind of try to start to swing some of this momentum back before we hit the fourth quarter. Yeah, Dean, as we get ready to sign off here, BHJ was in a similar position in the first half. They were down 14 nothing. They had just turned the ball over inside their own 20-yard line. They're now down 27-10, to 10, so down 17 as opposed to 14. But they are getting the ball back. They've got an opportunity to make some plays here. The game is certainly not over. There is 15 minutes and 44 seconds left of football. Plenty of time to make three scores and get a couple stops. All right. All right, so ball's kicked off squib kick. It's going to get picked up at the 15, and it's going to get out short of the 30 to about the 28-yard line. Eagles will take over there. Dean, we're going to keep broadcasting just in case. It uh, looks like, uh, like we're on. 